Hi, I'm Meredith Jones of MeredithJ.com. I'm a virtual assistant and small business growth coach, and today I'm so excited to be here to present our second small business spotlight. This month, we talk with Christy Marquardt of Webspired, and what she does is she's a WordPress developer who really focuses on small business owners and local business owners and giving them a presence online, which is so important for your business. I know that you will just love Chrissy's energy and enthusiasm, as well as the knowledgeable information that she shares with us. Her story was so inspiring to me, and really, I left with a grin on my face. I am part of a mastermind group with Chrissy, and she has just been so knowledgeable and so helpful, and I knew that her story would help inspire you. I hope you really enjoy this interview and I hope that you really gain a lot out of it. Be sure to come back to MeredithJ.com for weekly tips, tricks, inspiration, and resources to help your business grow and be sure to come back in December for our December Small Business Spotlight which I know you'll love as well. Thank you so much for coming and enjoy the interview. Okay and today we have Chrissy. Hi Chrissy. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Um, I was hoping that you could tell us more about your business. Sure. Um, well, I am a, a web designer and an online uh, business strategist. I've just recently kind of rebranded in that sense. And basically what I do is I work with small business owners, um, small local and online business owners who uh, need help with their online presence, specifically taking their online presence to the next level. And so, for example, you know, you have a small business owner that uh, pretty much only has a Facebook page. They don't have a website. They probably need one, but they really have no idea where to start or even how to go, how to go about doing that. And that's where I kind of come in and I can help to give them some guidance and, um, you know, some advice and consulting. And if the, if it comes to it, actually help them to, get a website set up and get it optimized for you know SEO analytics linking it back to their Facebook page things of that nature um, same thing with local businesses and um, really I'm finding that online business owners are also having a need for that too I find that a lot of online entrepreneurs who are getting started um, there's so much material out there you know we live in a very information dense world that it's overwhelming and they're like okay where do I start where do I buy my domain? Where do I get my web hosting? You know, do I do WordPress? Do I do Squarespace? If I do WordPress, what theme do I use? You know, what plugin? You know, so they have all of these questions that, um, you know, if not addressed sooner rather than later, can hold them back. And that's where I really find that I I, I can come in and I can say, okay, here's based on my experience and. Here's what you can do. We can get you set up in pretty much half an hour with everything and, you know, focus on what you do best, which is building your business, whatever that may be. So in a nutshell, um, you know, I work with small local and online business owners to take their web presence to the next level, and that can be an array of, of various things depending on the need of the business, if that makes it the very long-winded answer, but in a nutshell, that is what I do. That that's uh, absolutely awesome. That is such a need. I know for me, and it may just be because I'm a web nerd, but um, the first thing I do when I'm checking out a new business is, well, what's their website? What's on their website? Do they have I, me anything? Too. 
Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I get so disappointed when they don't have anything at all, and I'm like, Girl, absolutely. you need a website. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you echoed my sentiments exactly, and I, I am also a fellow webinar. That is the first thing that I do. When I hear about a business, you know, the first thing I'm like, I'm, I'm not like, oh, where's your Facebook page? I'm like, where's your, you know, where's your website? And when they don't have one, I'm like, oh, man, seriously? And so, yeah, yeah there's definitely... Like, let me, let me just make one for you. Hold on. Right? Right, you know, I like want to do, you know, I'm so disappointed and I, I so want them to have it. I'm like, let me do it for you. But then, you know, of course, that's not always, you can't help everybody, you know. So, but yeah, there is definitely, that's what I'm finding um, nowadays. Because, you know, the world that we live in, it's just changing. You know, the way that you did business, even five years ago, not to mention 10, 15, 20, is just completely different. We are in a global economy and my my big mission, you know, if I were to have a mission statement for my business, it would be, you know, that I believe every small business owner, every business owner should have a online presence. And when I say online presence, I'm, it's not Facebook. Because as you and I both know, Facebook, they change their algorithms every week, <laughs> you know, kind of like Google. And even if you have a Facebook page and you post occasionally, you know, you're not going to get the reach unless you're willing to pay out of pocket, which if you do pay out of pocket and you know what you're doing can be very successful, but that's a whole nother strategy. And so, um, yeah, we're definitely in a different world and, you know, that's really the core of what I do is really to help people get online or if they are online and they still feel overwhelmed, I can help to kind of um, refine and organize and make suggestions about whether you should be on Facebook or Pinterest but you know having in mind that really the purpose is, is you know using social media as a means to drive drive traffic back to your your web home and so but yeah there's definitely a huge need for that and I'm I, I am finding that quite a bit eh? yes yes there's definitely a need for experts like you who can just sort of break it down and say this is what you need this is how it's going to happen and just do it for the people so like you said they can focus on their business and what they love and uh, not everybody loves web so they don't need to need to love that for sure exactly. and uh, they just need to focus on getting you know almost like it's the website's almost like a business card these days and you need to have a good one <laughs> Absolutely, it, it, that's it's 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 like you like picked my brain or something, yeah. Website, because <laughs> yeah, that's exact. I feel like the exact same way. Websites are basically your online business card. I mean, you know, I've had clients that are like they have when they have approached me, they're like, we are embarrassed about our website. We don't even want to like show it to our customers or vendors, and you know that's stagnating their growth as a business. I'm like, no, and you know, I I my, I kind of joke when I you know talk. I'm like, you know, let's give you a fresh coat of paint. Let's give your website a makeover. So that way it's not embarrassing and it's something that you're proud of and that you would be more than happy to share with potential vendors or partners or customers because, you know, it, it's your business card. So, Absolutely. yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Wonderful. Well, how did your business get started? How did you get started in this uh, web design and strategy world? You know, um, I... I've always wanted to be in business for myself. I was one of those kids that I am a, I'm a voracious reader, not as much as I used to because I have a business, a husband, and two children, <laughs> you know, life. Um, but when I was younger, I would just read and read and read, and I was always just drawn to these books that, you know, even though they were fictional, uh, talked about, you know, the main character or just in this business entrepreneurial setting. And so when I was 10, I told my parents, I want to go to school in the United States and I want to study business. And they're like, okay, then, because I'm 
back uh, backtrack. I'm from Jamaica, so I've been living in uh, the United States for about 14 years, but I'm originally from Jamaica. And so when I got the opportunity to come here, of course, as I said, I started business, but I had no idea what I wanted to do in business. I just knew that I wanted to be in my own business, and so that is the entrepreneurial piece of it. Um, so ever since I was 10 years old. Um, and then as far as the web design part of it, you know, just like I said, I mean, I'm a web nerd. When the internet first really became huge back in the late 90s, and, you know, I was one of the first ones in my high school class to get a Hotmail account, and, you know, we got the AOL dial-up, and it was like such a big deal, you know, remember back in the day, Netscape was the search engine, and then it became Yahoo, and of course Google has taken over the world. Um, but I've always been interested in how websites work and how they function, and, you know, but I studied business in school, um, I have no formal training in web design. Everything that I've learned is pretty much self-taught and Googling. And I've read a few books as well here and there, but I haven't taken any, any official formal classes. But I plan to because it's definitely helpful. But anyway, after my husband and I got married in 2006, you know, again, being from Jamaica, I had to wait to get a visa, I had to wait to get paperwork to work. It was about a three-month period where I was not able to work because I didn't have the um, immigration, didn't, I didn't have the paperwork from immigration. And and so, you know, I was pretty much at home. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I'll take some classes. So I took a class in HTML and Photoshop, and that was my first introduction as into kind of behind the scenes of building a website. And I loved it. I loved kind of figuring out everything and playing around with code and, you know, changing stuff around. And then I had an opportunity to um, actually build a website. My in-laws, uh, we live on a farm here in Oregon. My in-laws have a Christmas tree farm and they said, hey, we need a website and you kind of sound like you know what you're doing, so can you hook us up? And I said, sure. And you know, figuring everything out on my own. I fumbled through one-on-one -on -one hosting and got everything set up on a, you know, a, a website template, just this hokey mom-and-pop awful website. But at the time, it looked great. You know, it, it worked. That's what they needed, and that's, that's pretty much what I could do at that time. And, you know, then I actually was able to get a real job, if you will, in the business world. I, I had thought about pursuing it back then, but my husband, you know, he kind of discouraged me. He's like, you know, you, you have a degree in business, you know, we kind of just got married, we have student loan debt, maybe you should actually, you know, do the 9 to 5 thing. And I was, I, I was, I was young, I was 23, I was like, okay, sure. But it was always in the back of my mind, and I always kind of kept it, you know, as a, as a distant um, interest. Uh, fast forward to 2012, so my second son was born, and I was at a place in my life where I, you know, having children, as you will find, it just, it really opens up your world, and it just changes everything. It really makes you take a step back and, and, um, at your, and look at your life, and, you know, just kind of, you figure out, like, what's important, and, you know, the, this, the, the, these, um, kind of dreams in the back of my head of wanting to be in my own business and wanting to get into web design just really be started to become more and more um, of a want in my life. And so my husband and I made some strategic decisions that after the birth of our second son that I would not go back to work full time, that I would uh, stay at home and basically start my own thing. And so after my son was born in 2012, I, we, we were able to do just that. We adjusted our lifestyle, um, we're very strategic in our finances so we could live off of one income. And I, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't jump into it right away. After the, you know, baby was born, you know, I just, I just enjoy time being a stay-at-home mom because I'd never done that up until that point. And you know, while I was up late at night with the baby, I would um, kind of brainstorm and you know, jot down notes. I have, you know, t 
you know, quite a few different notebooks just full of notes, just brainstorming. And I read John Aiko. I read Dave Ramsey's on trade leadership. I'm a huge fan of him. I, it was because of his podcast that we're able to, um, you know, take act, take action and adjust your lifestyle. Then he recommended John Aiko's book Quitter, and I read that book. And and you know his and um and his whole thing was you know if you want to find your dream job, you know, just kind of ease into it. But you know, one of the things that he said that stood out in my mind was um kind of going back into your memory bank and thinking about things that you've maybe always wanted to do or have had a desire to do, but maybe at that particular moment it was not the um most strategic decision and so I read and I you know brainstormed and I soul search and then web design kind of popped up in the back of my mind and you know I was like okay you know what yep web design and then I started looking into blogging and then I discovered the world of WordPress I'm like oh my god this is way better than coding websites from scratch so I discovered WordPress I discovered my uh, re rekindled an old flame about web design that I'd let burn out a while back and pretty much in 2013 is and then using WordPress I redesigned my in-laws' website from the hokey terrible mom and pop looking website and it looks way better now um, thank goodness um, but yeah but after you know fiddling around with WordPress reading John Aka's book I'm like okay you know I, I can do this and so basically in 2013 is when I started my business it was it was Marquardt Creative Consulting at the time and I chose that because I was coming from a corporate background and so that's what I knew about business um, and that's what I did but it never really I never really did anything much with it because it did I mean I, I did web design but I, I noticed that the clients that I was attracting just more based on my personality were not was did not align with how my website looked it looked very good and I spent a lot of time on it but it was very um, it had a very corporate impersonal feel and that's not what I wanted. I'm like, okay, I'm a stay-at-home mom, you know, I'm a work-at-home mom, you know, I want to connect with people that are like me, that are in the online world, that are business owners, that are that are small, local, and are not corporate. And so, um, you know, I kind of, I, so I started that and then primarily kind of built my way up from there. And then in December of last year, I rebranded into Webspire because that um, Webspired is basically web inspiration and then I have a little twist on the spelling um, so if you go to my website Webspired W-E-B-S-P-Y-R-E-D dot com you know it, the spelling is a little bit off but that felt more like me because I you know I love the web I'm a web nerd I love to inspire and motivate people and um, you know just seeing that how I help somebody in a way whether we with their website or the business strategy is inspiring to answer the other half of the question as far as the business strategy, you know, as I as I've gone through my journey, as I've, you know, read um, about, you know, blogs and business owners and listened to podcasts like Smart Passive Income and things of that nature and, you know, reading how bloggers promote themselves, I noticed that there is, j just like how we talked about how a lot of small business owners don't have an online presence, and, but a lot of small business owners are not doing an effective job, in my opinion, of promoting themselves and, and having consistent branding um, across the platform. I'll, I'll give you a real-life example. So I recently just talked with a friend of mine who also used to work at the bank, also had a daughter, same thing, this was not working out, moved into a job that was more suited to her lifestyle. She's a single mom, so she does have to work. But anyway, um, she told me this amazing story about how she discovered Whole Foods, Real Foods, um, last year when her daughter had a seizure and took her to a naturopath and realized that um, what, what they were eating 
could have potentially led to that. You know, they did all the scans, the 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 um uh what do you call it, the CAT scans, MRIs, all that stuff, and they could never find out what the problem was. Anyway, Michelle took it from that to change the way that they were eating and started really eating more wholesome, healthy foods. But a part of that is, um, you know, she's very much into herbs and natural medicines, and so people would make comments about, you know, wanting to find um, a natural solution to, say, like Bengue, for example. And she was like, you know, I could probably, she did her research, you know, in determining, you know, whole foods, and like, I could probably figure that out. Anyway, she started her own business making natural um, herbal remedies and healing solutions like you know a, a sore muscle rub which is a natural solution to Bengay because Bengay just it stinks and it is powerful and it burns my husband will not use it you know or a healing salve that you could use for eczema or a diaper brush and it just geez, these amazing things and she has such a great story and of course you know my first question girl do you have a website <laughs> I'm like, okay, do you have a Facebook page? Yes. I'm like, all right, that's a start. I go onto her Facebook page. She has like 20 likes. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? So I'm like, okay, are you on Pinterest? Uh, no. I'm like, oh. I said, okay, how about Etsy? No. And I'm like, you're kidding me. So taking that example, you know, if we could get her a website with e-commerce integrated onto it, she could have a list of her products. She could sell directly from her website. She would. She could charge people for shipping because she's busy. She was supposed to come to my son's birthday party and she could not because she's like, I am so busy. I have so many orders, and I'm like, you need to raise your prices and because you know. So I, I, I just, just, just intuitively just found myself coming up with a strategy for her to, you know, in the online world, getting her set up with WooCommerce on her website, getting her on Etsy and, you know, capitalizing on that because, I mean, Etsy's all about handmade stuff and that is like right up her alley and everybody's into natural herbal healing stuff nowadays, you know, um, potentially partnering up with some of the other Facebook pages that are, that are health and natural and just kind of a promotion, you know, writing blog posts as opposed to giving away her recipe or her formulas for making her product, talk about the different products, like, you know, you know how, how, how products are sold is you don't go door to door, like you talk about the uses and benefits of products, like, you know, here's how you can use, you know, this healing salve and all of these different ways, here's how you can use these body oils and these benefits and, you know, get on Pinterest, you know, so, you know, I found myself just, every time I talk to a business owner, it's, I, I find myself doing more than just engaging them and de de um, designing a website. I find myself talking about their branding and their strategy and promoting themselves and give them ideas for their content and how they can talk to their customers, how they can find their ideal customers, questioners. And so this, is, this has been a recent discovery. This is something that I've really kind of discovered over the year. Um, this past year within the in the past few months and it's something that I really would like to do more of myself that's one of my future goals is to do um, maybe less web design more strategic consulting or or, or in, somehow incorporate that um, but it's just something it's just a need that I find because I mean bloggers do an amazing job of promoting and marketing themselves because they're online they have to but a lot of people who primarily do their work offline I think are missing out in the online world because they have far more reach they have far more potential Potentials. I mean, how great is it that somebody in in you know in England can do business with somebody in the United States or Spain or you know wh whatever the case may be? So that's kind of how I discovered that need for the strategic part of it. And I know that everybody has a different you know um, definition of business strategy, but that for right now that's mine. And so um yeah, that's something that I is relatively new that I'm going to be incorporating into my business in, in the year because I just found myself just doing it over and over and over again. And I'm like, you know what? I need to 
package this in a way that you know people can see that there's something that I offer directly on my site. Um, and there's a need, and it's not because of the money, but there, there's a true need for that, and it will add value to their bottom line. Because what does every business want to do? They want to make money. They want to generate a living. They want to have more freedom and independence. And so, really, that's the the main goal. But there's a strategic way to go about doing it. And so, yeah. I love what your story really says about the entrepreneurial spirit and and things like that, and and finding those little pieces in your past that you really loved and bringing it together into a business that can help other people. And I I love seeing that in other people and and what they're able to do to reach out to to other businesses, to other people who are out there working, to individuals who, who need a little extra in their life, that sort of thing. And uh, it sounds like you definitely did that. Yeah. Um, so what do you like most about being an entrepreneur? Um, the flexibility and the freedom. You know, when I was working um, a 9-to-5 job, and actually, actually in my case it was 8.30 to 6.30, um, and a lot of Saturdays. I mean, you know, I worked in corporate banking for five years. I gave up a lot of Saturdays. I gave up a lot of my free time. Um, you know, just... It, you know, it was it was hard. It was a hard fight. It was. I mean, I I don't regret my time there. I learned so much about um, business and myself as a person. But um, I, when I had my first son, you know, I I didn't. I just my whole world just changed, and I was just like, I just did not want to go back to work. And so, being able to be at home with my sons and you know having them wake up and there's there's no mad rush to get them off to sit or while I go to work and I'm gone all day you know I can be at home with them I can you know play with them I do a little bit of homeschooling with them um, and if 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 they do happen to go to sitter or with grandma it's very infrequently but they're with me the majority of the time but I and I love the fact that I can work from anywhere like I mean some days I just you know when I um, when the boys are with grandma, I just go to a coffee shop and I work and I love it because I get to meet all sorts of different people and sometimes I, I will have calls at coffee shops and then people overhear me like, so what do you do? And I get to engage and meet with people. But the biggest thing I love is the flexibility and the freedom. Um, the second thing I would add to that is just connecting with um, like-minded entrepreneurs. I mean, this year has been absolutely amazing in terms of my um, business support because I've all, I always have the personal support. My husband, you know, loves me, supports me. He's, you know, he's seen me try all these different businesses. I've tried Mary Kay. I've done jewelry. I was gonna, you know do like a mobile notary thing because I am actually a notary. Um, you know, I've had all of these different business ideas. I've even like bought stuff, you know, like, oh, buy this and you'll make $5,000 online, you know, back in the day when it was more of a scam. Um, you know, so I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but I love the flexibility. I love the freedom and I love the, um, I've always had the personal support, but you know, what I was really lacking last year that I, I have this year is the business support. And what I mean by that is I made it a goal this year to really get outside my, my box my comfort zone and just start interacting with more people online and so you know Meredith you and I know each other from the from originally from a Facebook group the bootstrap VA and you know just engaging and being helpful and like answering people's questions you know then, then you know I can then they reach out to me I reach out to them and it's it's just been great it actually has helped to give me continual motivation 
to do what I do because you know as much as we love our friends and family you know if they're not doing what you're doing in terms of being a business owner or even being an online business owner they they really can't relate to your struggles I mean they'll they're, they're happy for you when you're successful whether that be getting a new client or maybe increasing your prices and not having everybody run away you know or being able to start like something successful you know they're happy for you but they don't really get it and so having that business support has given me so much inspiration and a lot more motivation to continue doing what I'm doing because there are those times where you feel down and so to answer your question the flexibility and the freedom of being able to work from wherever I want being with my family when I need to be but also um, just being able to connect with people from literally all over the world um, that are doing what I'm doing in it but in a different way and it's because I love engaging and talking with people and so um, those are probably my two favorite things is just the connections and the flexibility Absolutely, yeah. It, it's amazing what the internet and the growth of the internet has really allowed us to do right. as far as create our own business, create our own flexibility, and to do things that, you know, 20 years ago a, a woman or a man would not be able to do without right. heavy investment and without things like that. You know, we can just jump in and, and really beat our own path and find our own way. And, Absolutely. And, uh, with that freedom and flexibility, I agree completely. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Like, I mean, I, you know, I just, again, kind of going back to, you know, my audience who are, you know, small, local, and online business owners, but, it, you know, particularly the small business owner piece, I, a lot of people still think that to start your business, that they need to go get a loan. They need to go get a small business loan and borrow tens of thousands of dollars. And, you know, back in the day, I used to think that way too. But, you know, in particular, after reading Entree Leadership and just being in the online world, it's just like, no, you really don't need to do that. I mean, there are some initial costs, for example, buying a website domain and setting up hosting and maybe buying a few materials to kind of get you going. But, I mean, really, you know, once you get going and you kind of establish yourself and you figure out your niche and you get that first client, I mean, those little small investments that you make, that first client should pretty much take care of that, and then go from there but I mean you really you don't need a physical storefront you don't need to have tens of thousands of dollars like you know what I tell people go make some money in your business and if that's what you want to do then maybe consider that I mean but you know whatever you spend you should be getting a return on your investment and not just breaking even but getting a profit back you know because then you've got something there and so yeah the internet is just it, it is amazing what people can do nowadays and, and what's another thing that is interesting too is um, people are doing well and being more successful in a shorter period of time you know again fast forward to or fast forward like you know going back you know 10 years ago even if somebody had reached a certain level of success I mean it would have taken them a significantly longer time unless they did something innovative um, like create you know iPods or iPhones or something you know uh, but yeah it's just it's it's amazing so what 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 we the world that we are in nowadays there is more opportunity than ever and people just need to take the bulls by the horn and just go for it absolutely what do you feel the biggest challenge you faced in growing your businesses? Um, for me, time management and being stubborn. And so what I mean by that is I have, when I was in college, I was a procrastinator. I pretty much waited until the last minute to do everything. And um, being an adult, being a mother and a husband and trying to wait to do that is just not feasible at all. And so uh, that time management has been a huge struggle for me. I've gotten a lot better 
Am I perfect? No, but I found that I have to constantly try and adapt and change new things. So, for example, um, my my in the past, what I would do is I would get up at five o'clock in the morning and do my do my workouts, and then pretty much do my work during nap times or when the boys were in bed, and sometimes even hire. Um, have them go to a sitter so I could get you know work done and then after a while I you know I kind of felt bad about that because I'm like well the point of me being able to be a work at home mom is so that I can be with my kids you know there there are mom bloggers who have three kids and they're homeschooling and they're making six figures and they don't have their kids go to a sitter so you know what am I doing wrong um but I found that uh, you know I was not managing my time correct in, uh, correctly. That's what I was doing wrong. And so I you know started to read some books. You know um, I think I recommended this to you earlier. Amy Lynn Andrews, Tell Your Time. That was a really good book for me because I, I just I loved how she explained it and it kind of broke things down into well let's look at your life goals and break those down and then you know put put your life goals broken down into like kind of like those to do's and put that on your schedule and kind of plan your day out and so I would have this chunk of time but I would not really have a specific game plan or um, a plan of action like I would kind of try and do everything at one time and I definitely suffer from that overload superwoman syndrome where I would make this this um, to-do lists that were 20 items long, try and multitask and do 10 of them at one time. And you know what? That just does not work. You you get tired, you get burnt out, and at the end of the day, you really have not accomplished anything. And so I was listening to a podcast by Pat Flynn, and he said he had an episode, and he said something that just really struck me, and it is absolutely true. Even though it is counterintuitive, it is actually a lot more effective to focus on one thing at a time and get that one thing done and then move on to the next as opposed to trying to do five different things at one time because we, we feel more productive, we feel like we're multitasking but it's actually counterproductive and so that was a hard lesson for me to learn because I think that's just kind of the natural human instinct is to to do multiple things at one time thinking that it's more it's more effective and productive but it is actually not so I had to learn how to do that I had to learn how to plan out my day and said, okay, if I have, and then I also read, um, I think Crystal Payne from Money Saving Mom had like a free ebook that kind of talked about time management because she is that mom blogger that has three kids and she homeschools and just does very well. I love her. She's amazing and just has done wonderful things for the online world as far as I'm concerned. You know, and she talked about that and actually it was reading her book that got me into the habit of waking up early. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I, you know, kind of just like you, you get up at five o'clock in the morning to do your work and I have actually adjusted my schedule where I am now getting up early and instead of doing my workout, I'm doing work because my son is in school and you know I find that my brain is is at its best in the morning and so I actually am more effective and faster in the morning rather than in the afternoon or late at night when pretty much all of my energy is gone and so I've, I've had to constantly kind of change and adjust my schedule to make it work um, for me and you know there are sometimes in the evenings when hubby comes home like okay just g give me two hours you know hang out with the kids let me just try and get a couple things done that like absolutely need to be done and so um, yeah so it just Re or prioritizing my time, learning to kind of have a, a routine or a schedule of like getting up at a certain time of the day, um, focusing on a couple of things, making a priority, making a list of things to do, and then um, breaking it down. And so I, as opposed to making a list of things to do every single day, I kind of plan out my week and, and I said, okay, what are the you know maybe ten things that I need to get accomplished for this week and I end up having more than ten things but then I've learned to prioritize like okay if there's one thing that has to be done 
what is it, and then I go from there. And so that has helped me significantly. I've also recently started um, actually writing out weekly, in, with that, in tandem with that, I've also started writing out my weekly goals and monthly goals too. And so at the end of every month, I, I kind of take some quiet time for myself and I just kind of take two hours of time and I just like plan out what my goals are for the month. I probably don't get all of it accomplished, but at least it's out of my head and written down because if it's in my head, it's not going to happen. I mean, there have been things that have been in my head for months and when I finally got it out on a piece of paper, it visualized it, it brought it to life. And so that is how I've been um, handling my time management. Like I said, I've just recently adjusted my schedule and so far I'm actually liking working in the morning and then doing workout in the afternoon because you know I have to kind of prioritize I'm like okay would I rather get the workout done or would I rather get some client work done and then focus on other things as well too so um, but it, it still continues to be a struggle because it's like okay how do I um, take care of my clients and then blog at the same time and then be on social media and then develop my business and then do my bookkeeping and then take care of the admin stuff and so it, it that, that for me is still um, a balance but I am finding more and more that I just have to I have to make the time for it or maybe even take a day just to focus on something that's not plant work because before I would just do client work and that's good but that's kind of like a hamster spinning its wheel like you're not really growing in any way and a part of that too is my prices you know is learning to um, that it's okay to sometimes charge more because of the value and time that you're saving them from doing this themselves and um, and so that's something I'm also working on and so I mentioned that time management was um excuse me time management was a was a um a major struggle and then I said something else and I can't remember what it was what did I say it was the second thing I forgot it <laughs> <laughs> um I, I know you were talking about time management and sort of figuring out you know where your priorities lie and things like yeah. that so. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I said something else too and I forgot what it was, but no, time management is definitely probably um, the biggest struggle is just trying to figure out how to do everything, you know, at, at the same time. And so, but it is something that, you know, I'm, I'm definitely working on and I, I'm, I'm getting better at it, you know, for sure, because I, you know, I know, I know I'm going to have a certain amount of time in the morning. Um, in the afternoon, in the evening, and potentially even after the kids are in bed. And so I just, you know, things like, you know, not watching TV. I don't watch TV. I don't get used, I don't get sucked into a YouTube hole. I, you know, I'm on my phone a little bit here and there, but I don't play games. You know, all of the major distractions that most people have, I don't have. My issue is that I want to do so much at one time. It's a matter of prioritizing, like, what needs to be done first. And so the typical time management issues that people, I'm like, I, that, that, that's, like, not even on, you know, my radar. I mean, and so, uh, but, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing that I struggle with as a, as a business owner and as a mom is, you know, time management. But I, I'm definitely getting better and finding that balance. And, you know, if I could give a piece of advice to anybody, it's just, you know, you ha it's really trial and error. Some people I know stay up till, you know, after the kids are in bed, that's when their energy, energy bunny, um, their energizer bunnies inside come on and they can work till 3 o'clock in the morning. I could probably do that, but my kids get up at 6.37 and so that probably would not be the best thing to be functioning off of three hours of sleep. And so, you know, maybe when they're older and in school, but you have, you have to you have to be flexible and you have to adjust and figure out like what works and understand that you can't do everything at one time. You can't pile 20 things on your to-do list. It doesn't work, but really 
planning out my monthly goals and then from there I know what I need to accomplish each, each week and then from there I know what I need to accomplish every single day. That has been a game changer for me because I know I can actually see myself making progress and checking things off and that thing that I wanted to do in the back of my head for months, it's on a piece of paper and I get it checked off, it just it's a win. And so I know I said something else about what the other struggle is, but you know, obviously time management is the biggest one. Uh, but there, you know, there, there's lots of resources, and there, you just have to be flexible and try different things. If if you want something you've never achieved, you've got to try something you've never tried before. So, yeah. Yeah, I I really appreciate you sharing that. I know um, speaking to entrepreneurs, it seems like time management is one of the absolute biggest things um, that is a challenge for all of us, and. Mm -hmm. Um, it's so hard when you're you're sort of looking at some people in the web world, um, and like you said, they have the the perfect life, and you're like, how do they do all of this and manage yeah. this perfect life and things like that? And you know, maybe you don't see the team behind them, maybe you don't see the virtual right, assistant, exactly. or you don't see the web designer, um, or maybe they just have you know really great ways of of strategizing and things like that. So I really appreciate it when people are open and honest about those struggles and and how they're yeah. overcoming them because it is a really big challenge, especially you know we get so passionate about our businesses and we want we want to work on them all the time, but we also don't want to let go of those priorities that are in our life, which is the reason that we're being entrepreneurs to start exactly. with. You know, exactly. If I ever find myself doing that, I always have to remind myself, like, you know, what is the why behind what I'm doing? And it, it's, you know, it goes beyond helping people, but it's because I can be with my family. And you know, and I, I have learned to actually not compare myself to people. I mean, I still do it a little bit, little bit, because you know, that's just human nature. But um, there was actually a time I, and I, I still am in that period where I have unsubscribed to just a lot of people because getting their emails and seeing what they're doing it, it's almost overwhelming um, and you know it's perfectly okay to do that especially if you're a new entrepreneur you know you're gonna feel like dirt you know if you are starting out you're not doing stuff right and you see somebody who is in your industry but they are you know on top of the world or doing podcasts or you know being asked to come speak you know they are making a great amount of money online they're doing you know all the, they're donating to you know pencils of promise and so you know I, I've learned that you know aspire to that certainly but right now when you're starting out like or even kinda of still in your beginning stages like don't compare yourself because it's just it's not gonna do you any good and so I, I'm in this point where like I've kinda of, you know unsubscribed to a lot of people that I admire and respect and would aspire to be but I just have to kinda of figure out my own thing and then when I'm kinda of more in their ballpark it's like okay I can, I'll keep up with you right now and there's nothing wrong with doing that I know that sounds sacrilegious but you know what you just uh, there's only so much that you can do and take in um, as a busy entrepreneur and business owner and so you just have to kinda of pick and choose what's gonna help me right now like you know I love Marie Forleo I think she is amazing I just I can't handle her daily video emails and I know again I know that sounds sacrilegious I follow her on Facebook I follow her on Twitter and that's good enough for me <laughs> right now um, you know, maybe maybe next year I'll do B school, but I just I I daily emails from people I I cannot my I can't handle it. My inbox can barely handle it, and so I just I I pick and choose who is going to help me right now and who's going to you know just just in time learning as I heard I think Pat Flynn say, and so yeah. Absolutely, I completely agree. I, I find myself ha having to take like a, a podcast detox. I love podcasts, but I find myself having to take a detox about once a month where I just go a few days without listening to any yeah. business podcasts. Absolutely, so same. Just, just oh, put on some music instead and just kind of get something else into your brain. Eh? So get some music in your system, do a little shake, shake, and then you can go back to the podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
Um, what advice would you have for others that are working to grow their business? Um, people do what Meredith is doing. She's amazing. Um, the, I wish, Meredith, that I had your drive and ambition when I was pregnant with my first son. You know, I think that what you're doing, you know, being able to do this podcast, manage clients, you know, pregnant with your first child, all while working a full job, to me, that's just, that is amazing. You know, so obviously, you, you know, you may have your struggles, but girl, you're doing something right. You know, you're obviously well, very you so good at, <laughs> you're obviously <laughs> very good at managing your time. And so, you know, my advice would be, you know, just don't give up. Like, I mean, just start. You know, we, we are, and I'm saying that especially, you know, being an immigrant coming from another country and being able to live here and, you know, you could wake up today or tomorrow when you start, you're hopefully already a week, um, you know, you, unless you're working like a night shift or something, I don't know, taking a nap, but, you know, you could wake up tomorrow morning and say, I'm going to be in business today. You could go online to, depending on what state that you're in, you could go online and register your, your sole proprietor, your LLC, go to the IRS, get a tax ID number, and you're good to go. Buy your domain, buy your website, and it's like, it's just, it's no, it's not, the, the barriers to entry to become an entrepreneur, to become a business owner in the United States are like so low. In other countries, it's a lot more difficult, it's a lot more, you know, hoops that you have to jump through. So the there's no barrier to entry to start. So just start. Figure things out. Um, learn, I, I was listening to another podcast I'm a fan of called the thing the guys from the Fizzle, Fizzle Show, and they had, um, excuse me, they had, um, I think it was Nathan Barry on, and, you know, he said, uh, learn, I think it was like, learn, teach, earn. And so, you know, just learn as much as you can, um, network with other people, get uncomfortable, step outside your comfort zone, you're not going to have the answers right away. You're not going to get it right the first time. Heck, you might not even get it right the 10th or 20th time, but if you don't give up and you keep trying and you figure it out and you stick for it for the long haul, um, you will become successful. Uh, and so that that is my advice. And you know, just again, I, I think that what you're doing, you know, obviously you don't have to be, you know, doing a business while, you know, you're working a full-time job, but honestly, that's what a lot of people are doing nowadays, and I think that that's absolutely amazing, and, you know, if if, if I had your drive and your ambition um, when I was pregnant with my first child, I mean, who knows where I would be right now, but I don't have any regrets, you know, I'm still learning just like you are, and it's only going to get better from here, so, yeah, that would be my advice, is just, just start there is no barriers to entry and just keep do it just continue just to strive and push through it and you know another thing I would advise as well to try it sooner rather than later I would really try and connect with people um, sorry my, that's my husband in the background <laughs> um, I would try and connect with people who um, are you know in kind of in your realm like you know kind of like how we have our mastermind group just connect with people that are that are on your same level or even above your same level and just connect with them learn from them, um, you know, be, help, be, be helpful and um, add value to people, especially when you're just starting out and you're pretty much an unknown. Enjoy that time as well. To be, I kind of like being relatively unknown right now because I am not ready for the world to know who I am. I'm, I just, I can't handle that right now. I want to, I'm, I'm aiming to get to a point where I am ready for the world to know who I am, but I kind of like being in the unknown territory right now because I'm still kind of working on tweaking and refining my art and refining who I am and what I do. I'm becoming an expert and learning, but but I'm still tweaking and refining. Um, and so, you know, just connect with people that are in, that are kind of in that space. But if you want to connect with people that are maybe 
um, kind of like in the the the, a, the um, I guess what do you call it like the A players if you will. Um, you know, add add value, um, be helpful. Don't ask for anything in return initially, and then over time they'll come to recognize you and then want to connect with you. The other piece of advice that I would give is not to be a perfectionist. I am a perfectionist, and it has sometimes it's good because you want to be excellent, but a lot of times it does more harm than good. If you wait until everything is perfect, like you're all T's are crossed, if all I's are dotted, if everything is aligned properly, if you wait, you will never get anything out there, whether it be your website or your podcast or your ebook or your e-course or your, your coaching program or your, your handmade product. If you wait until it's perfect, you're never going to get anywhere because part of the great thing about being in business and being in the world that we live in is that people are okay with you not having the very best because we live in a very innovative world. You know, look at Apple. I mean, they just came up with the iPhone 6 for crying out loud. I mean, they first came up with the first iPhone in 2007 and there were problems then. You know, there were tweaks, there were, there were, there were software updates and things that were broken and they have refined their process over time. You know, you don't necessarily need to invent the wheel you know, just find a way of making it better. So though, that would be my advice, is start it. Um, don't be afraid of technology. Don't let that be an excuse to get you going. You know, um, work on finding your niche, finding, you know, something somewhere that you can add value. Don't obviously go in an overcrowded niche. Um, try and step outside your comfort zone. Find some good Facebook groups and connect with people that are kind of having your same struggles or along your way. That's really how I have grown is, is just joining Facebook groups that align with what my interests are from a business and personal perspective. And add, you know, when you're in those groups, don't spam people. People don't like spam. You'll get deleted. You know, add value. Be helpful. Make suggestions if you know something. Jump in and answer. You know, it might not. See, it might seem like it's a waste of time because you're not getting a direct sale from it. But you, but you're building. You're establishing yourself as an expert in your field, and you are building future relations. Don't compare yourself to the A players because if you do that, you're going to feel very small. It's okay to follow them and aspire to be like them and see what they do and whenever they have advice. But don't compare yourself to them, and and don't don't get caught up in the statistics, you know, and, and so, yeah, that that would be my top, those would be my, my, my top advices, you know, and add value to people, don't get caught up in perfectionism, be helpful, don't compare yourself to other people, and just start, and don't give up. If you fail five times, you know what, just try again for the sixth time. I mean, was it, They somebody said that you have to practice your craft for at least 10,000 hours in before you become an expert, so just think about that. And you know, nobody gets it right the first time. Nobody's an overnight success. The people that are overnight successes, quote unquote, have been doing what they're doing for like a long time. It's just that because they've been doing it for so long, over time they have grown or they their reputation has grown organically. And so that that's my advice is yeah, so start, add value, join groups, step outside your comfort zone, don't be a perfectionist. Um, don't compare yourself to the A players and just don't give up. Uh, focused intensity. That's brilliant advice that uh, I think a lot of us have learned the hard way and I, I think those that take your advice to heart will, will really uh, be able to grow their business much more quickly than those of us who have to learn it by falling down or by getting discouraged and getting uh, oh, yeah, downtrodden. Absolutely. 
Oh, I remember the other thing I said. I said my my issue was being stubborn. Don't be stubborn. It's okay to ask for help. You know, I'm one of those people. I'm like, no, I can do it myself. I'll figure it out. You know, that really held me back a lot in 2013 and in 2014. I've kind of learned to let go of that and just admit, especially because part of what I do is I I do websites. There's a lot of coding and customizing and tweaking involved, and I am I know a lot. But I, you know, I'm not the best developer or coder in the world by any means, and I'm okay with that because I'm still learning. See, I'm not comparing myself to anybody because I'm still learning. But you know what? Can I crank out a website with some like, with make it look good? Yes, I can. Um, but yeah, so don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, you would be surprised at how many other people have the same question, and if you never ask. You'll never know the answer, so don't 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 be stubborn. Don't have the don't stick up your nose and say, "Oh, I can figure it out on my own." Because you know what? Most of the time, you probably can't. Um, the people that are successful did not do it on their own. It takes a village, and so you you need to be okay with asking for help. You know, because then when people re reciprocate that and ask you for help, you and and you help them, they will be grateful. And so that's probably the other final piece of advice: is it's okay if you're struggling to ask for help you know and believe me when you do go into groups and you're helpful and you are helpful and you are interactive and you add value when you in turn ask for help it will come back to you so it's about it's about it really in the online business world I think or in business in general I think reciprocity is definitely a big key um, so yeah Absolutely. I completely agree. Well, it has been so wonderful talking to you tonight, and you've had so much wisdom to share with all of us. Um, how can people find you when they, they want to know more about your business and more about you? Where, where can they locate you on the web? So I am at webspire.com, and I will spell that again. It's W-E-B-S-P-Y-R-E-D.com. I'm also on Twitter at Chrissy Marquart, and I'll spell that. Sorry, my, my last name's hard to pronounce. And actually, the D is out of that one. Haha. -ha. So it's just C H R I S S Y M A R Q U A R T. Chrissy Marquart um, on Twitter. I'm also, you can also find my business page on Facebook, and it's just facebook.com backslash web, W E B, spired, S P Y R E D. So those are kind of some places that I hang out to if you find, follow me on Facebook or Twitter or you, you might find me on Pinterest and so um, but yeah my, my website webspire.com facebook.com slash webspired I'm also on Twitter at Chrissy M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-T yeah wonderful well thank you so much Chrissy and uh, I'm just so excited to share your wisdom with our audience and, and to let people share in your story and your success so thank you so much and I hope you have a wonderful evening thanks you too Meredith eh?